whatever you do, never, and I mean never, buy drugs from an undercover drug dealer dressed up as a clown in the back of an ice cream truck. That's right, we watched Killjoy. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. Greetings, Moon Goons! Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Horror movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Marsh Rampton. With me today, my co-host, my buddy, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine like wine. Ooh. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. And uh, we're here today to celebrate... Uh, Black filmmakers, Black History Month, yeah, the month is. of February. February so kicked off. So. Last year last year we did like a whole month Black History Month, except yeah. for one episode, which is Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. So we don't want to just completely tear from the cookie jar. So we're just gonna tri- you know, give a shout out to Black History Month for this one first this for this week. Yeah, because I kinda agree with you on that the idea that cause some I mean, there's they're they're out there, but they are getting harder to find, like like an all black or black directors, black cast, right? Like, you know, kind of celebration. And the ones that are out there, like they're they're very hard to find streaming or something without having to dig deep. So yeah, uh, we kind of burned through a lot of them last year. Uh, but with that said, we do have we uh, a wonderful urban horror movie for you this week. Uh, before we get into that, uh, let's like I said, we are announcing uh, we are kicking off our 2000. 17 based on really based on 2016 i guess pew, results oh uh, march horrible horror march movie massacre madness whatever you want to call it our <laughs> horrible horror march movie massacre madness <laughs> whatever you want to call it that's the official title that's the official title <laughs> try fitting that on a uh, <laughs> on your screen um Yes, we will be crowning this year's champion for the worst of the worst of movies we've done the last year. Uh, dating back to episode, I think, 44, which was week one. Holla of last week. Black off, History Month, yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll be doing these in bracket form with uh, doing different mo- a group of movies each week till we get down to the nitty gritty. But that said, our first brackets for those interested that first ones to keep an eye for start getting the voting going and get the ball rolling we have round one and i should say these were completely random uh polls there yeah, was no no seating no seating no i just randomly pulled names out of a hat and here's you know, after we limited eliminated which ones would make the cut which ones were thought were just actually too good to you know not to mention yeah. shouldn't be in this so in round one bracket one we have bloody bloody bible camp Going up against Humanoids from the Deep. Ooh. Then we have Tourist Trap taking on Camp Dread. Followed up by Jersey Shore Massacre taking on Street Trash. And finally, we have, in a coincidence, we have episode 49 taking on episode, or 48 taking on 49. We have Jason Goes to Hell taking on Ginger Dead Man. Okay. To round up our first four brackets. And uh, we'll move on from those next four after this first round is done. So keep an eye out for that. Now, with that said, you can also follow us, follow that bracket on our Facebook and Instagram. We'll be keeping those updated there. You can vote for them on Facebook, on Instagram. You can tweet, uh, email, any votes on in, and we will update that as necessary. 
Speaking of which, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. And our website. And our website, HorribleHorrorPodcast.com. It's all there. Enjoy. All right, moving on to this week's movie. This week's movie, celebrating Black History Month, is Killjoy, a urban... (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. uh, uh... I've been working on that. Good good, good on you, man. All right. Good on you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This little ditty was released, no surprise, straight to video on October 24th of 2000. Oh, when straight to video did it? Yeah. You don't say, huh? (laughs) Don't say it. (laughs) Surprisingly, this was not a big theatrical nationwide release. Who'd have thunk? (laughs) Yeah. it was written by Carl Washington and directed by Craig Ross Jr. Luckily, this thing is another short movie. It's only about an hour and ten minutes long. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> you can find it on Amazon. Uh, I think you might be able to find it on YouTube, too. YouTube as well, but I'm not sure. I tried uh, doing the YouTube bit, and... <sighs> They were doing that, like, check out this site, because it says full movie, and you're yeah. like, oh, all right. Yeah, and to that. And it's like, go somewhere else, asshole. Yeah, the clickbait, <laughs> sign like, up, spam. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess Amazon's your best bet. Uh, the cast, we are not going to talk really about anybody, except for two people worth, worth mentioning, and that's even barely. Uh, Michael in the movie is played by Kareem Grimes. Uh, he has six day credits to his name. Uh, some of the bigger movies he's worked on is... And coincidentally enough, he was the ice cream truck kid in Boys in the Hood. Oh. Uh, he was also in Baby Boy, which starred Tyrese Gibson and Snoop Dogg, where he played Do Dirty, was the kid's character's name. He was also in the Jake Gyllenhaal Marine movie Jarhead. And he starred, or not, I just say starred, but he was in uh, the movie Legendary, which starred John Cena and Danny Glover. Uh, so that's Kim, uh, Kareem Grimes. Kareem Grimes, funny fact also. Cousin of Rick Grimes. Oh, oh, long, long <laughs> lost cousins. They're from the south. From you know, it's kind of like that that broken branch of the tree yeah. that no one wants to talk about. But like, was the Alexander uh, uh, Hamilton? Thomas Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson, Thomas yeah, Jefferson got down the jungle fever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now the other person to mention is a uh, crazy name, uh, Napira Groves. N a p i e r a. I'm Sounds saying right Napira. Uh, her girl. She plays Kahara. Or Kahara, her character doesn't even get her name. I was—I have to guess which character she is because her—the name is never said at all in this movie. But she's a very small part, but yeah, she has like the biggest resume of everybody in the movie. Is it the lady who sings at the end? No, no, <laughs> no. Okay, is it the lady that walks in with the dude? No, she actually has a few lines, but it's a pretty small part. It's not like a big part at the end. Uh, I can't fucking think of. We'll get, I'll tell you. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, she's got 21 creds. Uh, she was in Don King's Only in America. She was in 66 episodes of As the World Turns, and she also did an episode of How I Met Your Mother, 30 Rock, and The Following, which I thought was an excellent series, by the way. The Following, I thought I loved it, with uh, Kevin Bacon. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Oh, Kevin Bacon. Dude, Melissa and I started watching that as kind of a goof, because we didn't know what, like, I've heard people saying kind of good things about it. I was like, okay, we'll watch it. And the whole time, we're just like, oh, man, what's going on? Bacon. All oh, we could say was bacon, bacon, bacon. 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 It's like, it, we just couldn't stop watching. It really wasn't that good. I enjoyed but, I The first season, I really enjoyed Then, Like, a lot of these really good, they start kind of tailing but off. But we and, just kept trying to find, like, clever ways to say bacon. Like, he'd come <laughs> in and be like, what's that smell? And she'd go, bacon. You know? I'm like, damn, that's good. <laughs> but it, it was just, we just tried to find fun ways hey what to incorporate bacon that's fun it was a good that, time. that's that's cool but uh, yeah i watched all of them so <laughs> so obviously i started as a goof but it hooked me yeah all three seasons uh 
All right, so let's jump into Killjoy. Now, this the movie opens right, pretty, very traditionally, just straight up credits right off the bat into the movie. And we Long don't... fucking credits in the beginning, too. Yeah, they took it's like while. they really wanted you to know who worked on the movie. Yes. It was like three minutes of opening credits. It, it was like the it's like they went back in time to like the old like fours and fifties movies where they're like, the entire credits in the yeah, front like, of the movie instead of the end. Like the Warner Brothers Dracula, you know, yeah. like when it's in nineteen forty, it's like, like the yeah. sound guy is here. Right. Craft services guy is credited <laughs> in the opening credits. And yeah. the gaffer and the best boy. Um so all right, the movie opens with two girls, Jada and Monique. Uh they're just talk they're talking as shots of Michael, the quote-unquote nerdy black guy, who's walking down the street, or just spliced in, in between them. You know talking. what makes him a nerd? He wears glasses. And he has a backpack. He studies. Yeah, he, he has a backpack, nerd. and he wears glasses. <laughs> nerd! <laughs> so Michael approaches girls. Uh, Monique is like, wants nothing to do with him. She's like, get Monique away. sees him coming and is just like, oh, shit. Yeah, he's like, oh, fuck <laughs> us. I was like, is this guy, like, a secret creep? Is he a secret <laughs> badass? Because she seems like... Oh, fuck. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> no, she's yeah. really straight on. <laughs> a little overacting there. Yeah. Uh, but Jade is a little nicer to him, but still warns that if Lorenzo catches Michael even talking to Jada, he's going home in a body bag. Straight up. Whoa. that That's awfully strong to yeah. kick the movie off. You know, I'd just kind of be like, ah, wow. Okay, then. Bye. Monique, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> So, but Michael doesn't let that deter him at all because no. he straight up goes, "Hey, Jada, you want to go to the homecoming dance with me?" Yeah, he's just like, "No, I'm nope. willing to put my life on the line <laughs> to take you to a homecoming dance. dance." And she's like, "Nope, I can't." Uh, and then that's when Lorenzo and his posse just roll up in the in their sweet old convertible. It's like it's like a total gangster car, low rider convertible. The only thing missing is the hydraulics on this. Right, thing. that's the only thing that's it, missing. It doesn't bounce. <laughs> um, so. Lorenzo and his boy T Bone just beat the shit out of Michael, dude. Well, T Bone, T I know how cliche is that. Uh, speaking of T Bone, like I don't like I hear them like, where's his brother Sorlor and Ribeye at? I don't know. Oh, boom. Well, you know who is actually T Dog from Walking, Walking Dead, Dead yeah. huh? Yeah, but that's not T Bone. That's, that's T Dog. That's true. Maybe they're. Cousins. cousins. I'm just gonna keep calling everyone cousin because they say cuz <laughs> all the time yeah. in this in this whole fucking time. This cuz. Uh, so anyway, Jada pleads with Lorenzo to have him stop the ass kicking, but he basically stomps but the this shit point, out of him. He like orders his boys to basically kidnap the girls. He's like, yeah. Monique, like he tells his uh, uh, baby boy to like get Monique. They throw Monique in the car, and then, and and then or I'm sorry, T Bone throws Monique in the car, and the baby boy gets Jada, throws her in the car. And he goes, he goes, Monique, get in the car. Get that! And he points at Jade and goes, "Get that piece of ass in the car!" <laughs> like, damn man, you just called your girl your piece of ass and uh, throw her in the back seat, and they just drive off. He cr- he's like, "If you ever talk to my girl again, I'm, you know, he's basically saying I'm gonna kill you." Yeah, and he smashes Michael's glasses. Yeah, last last ditch ever dick move, just yeah, smashes like the glasses. Cherry on top. You just got stomped in front of the girl you're trying to pick up by t- a guy named T Bone. T Bone. <laughs> And they steal the girl, and just to kind of, you know, fuck you, smash your glasses. Yeah. Uh, so, 
and now after they dropped, there's this odd shot, like camera shot of like if makes no sense but of michael turning back like walking away but he turns look back over his shoulder and he makes eye contact with a like homeless, homeless guy. guy who just sat there and watched the whole beat this down homeless happen. guy and michael like lock eyes and it's kind of this like moment where he's like like they have a connection yeah and michael's yeah i, I don't know what it is it's, it's just so like weird like what <laughs> why and he like gave him the homeless guy like the dead deaths they're like Fuck you, man. You can help me out. <laughs> What's homeless guy supposed to do? <laughs> no shit. Yeah, and the homeless guy's kind of like, uh, like, sorry, uh, pal. Yeah. You hurt you hurt her. <laughs> you go home with a body yeah, bag. Yeah, you so. were born, dude. Fair warning. Lucky. <laughs> it's on you. <laughs> so now we cut to Michael in like his bedroom, which is bare. Like there's nothing, it's just walls and hardwood floor. floor. Hardwood floors and walls and a window. That's it. And he's sitting in like a ring of candles, uh, or a ring of fire, if you will. Um, and in front of him on the floor is a knife and like this crazy ugly clown doll and he recites the words to some spell which say he says jada shall be mine now and forevermore no one no could come between us not even lorenzo by the power invested in me i bring forth killjoy come alive killjoy come alive by the power come alive killjoy come alive and he's not getting any results from this, so he, like he's like surprisingly. So he lifts a doll over his head like baby Simba, and he <laughs> continues to chant, "Come alive, come alive!" And, <laughs> and before I go on, like, we have to talk about this spell because first of all, um, by saying no one can come between us, not even Lorenzo, makes it sound like just a whiny little bitch. Yes, like n- no one can come between us, not even Lorenzo. Eh. Like that's kind of like the end. It gives. And then, plus, the grammar is all wrong. Uh, it sounds past tense, so it sh- shouldn't be no one shall come between us or no one will come between us, not no one uh, would come between us or some, whatever you said. It, it could come. It, it's very, the grammar's off. It's not right. And Aaron's giving me, like, oh, what the fuck? That's, that's your gripe? One of my gripes. Oh, boy. Uh, the second my gripe if is. If you're going to be, like, picking the grammar apart of a black horror movie. Yeah, okay, you're right. You, we're going to be here all night, okay? <laughs> we're going to be here all, all right, fucking right, night. All right, I think that's my only grammar note, but all right. All right. But my, my other one I want to say is he says by the power invested in him, like, what power is invested in him? I mean, he's not a priest or a judge. So it's not like he's marrying people. And where did he get said power? And if he had this power, why didn't he use this power to stop his ass from getting kicked early? He's a fourth-level grandmaster in D&D. Yeah, like, I don't understand this. Like, he, There's no build like him being into yeah, magic or voodoo or and anything. And he's a total nerd, Yeah, right? And that's that's the way they portray him, is the total nerd. There's nothing dark or mysterious or weird about him. Like, no. you know, because people who do the black arts are probably usually a little more Goth- weird, bizarre, yeah, mysterious. The, go- the gothies or, right. the, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, he's just a nerdy guy who just suddenly is like doing black. Like, what the fuck? There's no build up or no explanations. And speaking of like no explanation, he also says, "I bring forth Killjoy." Like the audience at this point should know who the fuck Killjoy there's is. No reference to Killjoy. No, no. There's no backstory. Nothing. N- no info on Killjoy up at all to this point. All and, you see, he's just apparently calling this clown yeah. doll Killjoy. And this is the first movie in the series, and where you need explanation to who he is, like. Why would what like, is it? Why would somebody want to summon Killjoy? Why would they want to summon him? Who is he? And how does he, how do these people know who Killjoy is in the first place? Like Candy, okay, look, I'm a Candyman. Like 
the whole story, like Candyman, Candyman. Mm-hmm. Like they kind of explained to you leading up, like, oh, season, like Candyman oh, Candyman was, was great. This guy, yeah. and he, this is how he became to be. They broke it down perfectly. Or like Freddy Krueger. Oh, Freddy was the guy who kept the dream. There's just no, just Killjoy. We're supposed to know who he is right off the bat, but you don't. It's really sloppy writing and really piss poor <laughs> execution. Oh yeah, the writing. I'll t- oh, it's, Jesus. I lost. I tried. I tried. Tried. Tried to keep a fuck counter going, and I could not keep up with the all the different uses of the word fuck throughout this movie. Hmm. I lo- It's insane. Uh, anyway, so baby boy now starts shouting out for Michael from to come outside. He's outside, like shouting out through the window, and of course Michael's like, "Okay, yeah." He's like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry that happened." Now, the only thing is that baby boy didn't do any of the beating himself, so that's no. the only reason I think he might have been like, "Like that was fucked up, man. Come on down, let's talk about it." I know how you feel about Jada. She feels the same way too. Come down, man. So yeah. that's kind of like the hook. He's like, "Oh, okay." And still, uh, anyway, yeah, so no Michael does, stupid. yeah, he's fucking a moron. So he leaves it down the stair in this circle of candles, which he leaves lit, which I have a big problem with that later. <laughs> the candles are still lit. Um, So as soon as Michael steps outside, baby boy just grabs him, throws him, it kidnaps him too, throws him in the back of Lorenzo's car, and they drive off with him. <laughs> so again, like, <laughs> like, just said, like, how stupid is Michael to fall for this? I mean... Goddamn, anybody could see that trap coming a mile away. I mean, it's obvious. Yes. Like giant neon lights with an arrow point. Trap, trap, trap. You fucked. <laughs> you fucked. <laughs> so T- Lorenzo and his posse to drive Michael like far out into the woods. You see T-Bone hand Lorenzo a gun. And at this point, he's like, give that sucker what he asked for. Yeah. You, you think, yeah. oh, T-Bone wants them to shoot them. Uh, well, Baby Boy just wants like, hey, we're just going to fuck with them. We're not going to do anything. Let's just leave it at that. Lorenzo order Mike, orders Michael to get down the ground, and he holds the gun like right as head, like execution style. But now T-Bone suddenly has a change, like, dude, dude. That's... T-Bone's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, like, two seconds, like, bust this guy. You know, it's like, because I think T-Bone was trying to push a little far, but then T-Bone's like, yeah, we were supposed to just fuck with him. He's fucking scared. Yeah. I'm getting scared. Stop it. So, yeah, no. So he and Baby Boy try to convince Lorenzo to, other, you know, otherwise just to, like, stop this, and they, we're just going to punk him, you know, just, yeah, just you're leave, taking too just far. Lorenzo's like, fuck that, pulls the trigger, but click. Click. Everyone's now, like, whoa! Oh! Now Actually, Lorenzo... we did better acting right there. Because yeah. <laughs> I go, oh, damn, son. <laughs> you were just playing us. Yeah, and Lorenzo's like, get your punk ass up, you dumbass. Uh, you know, I'm just punking you, you moron. But he... then Lorenzo cocks the gun again, which you shouldn't have to cock the gun again. You've already pulled the trigger. You don't have to cock it again. Uh <laughs> Because one, it's a revolver, not a handgun. You don't have to cock that. You just anyway, uh, his boy is saying, <laughs> "I'm sitting here looking at Marshall again, like motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> boy, say enough is enough. Lorenzo is like, "Calm down. The shit isn't even loaded." Pulls the trigger and bang! This time, Michael gets shot in the chest, falls down dead. I do kind of like Michael's death here because he's just kind of standing there, stunned, holding his chest, and he goes, "What's happening?" <laughs> what's happening you know it's kind of yeah. like it was decent it wasn't horrible acting at this point well you know? michael is the one person in this movie had like six eight credits and did do other other things yeah but it's like he's kind of had that working. stunned kind of look on his face like what the fuck just happened he just got shot right dead center you know and then he just falls down dead so yeah. i mean it was probably the best acting in the whole movie that part God, i hate to admit it but you're probably right. right you might be right on that <laughs> So once he's dead, the posse argue for a bit, like what we're gonna do, and then they just get in the car and drive it's away. Yeah, like, 
We don't give a shit about covering yeah, up my he's tracks. Yeah, like, he's, like, he's, like, he's just like, what, what, man? You shot him. You knew he had bullets. I didn't know. It was an accident. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's go for some Froyo or something. Yeah. <laughs> Froyo. Oh. Uh, so the next day, we join Jada as she shows up at Jamal's house for like a it says, study it session. Says one year later. Is it really a yeah. later? Year? It says one year later. I thought okay, I missed it. I thought it was like the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the very next day. No, it said one year later. Okay. So which okay, that will explain a lot of things. I have an argument coming up that might might be uh made mute from that. I can't believe uh, you didn't notice that. I I was probably right. I just <laughs> no, thought it was okay. the very next yeah. day. No. And so uh again, just like uh Michael Jamal is wanting to get all up in those Jada guts. Like, he's just all up on her. Uh, so yeah, she, she comes, comes in, over to his house, and it's like, oh, let's study. And, yeah, he's just staring he at just her like. He stares at her so creepy. Like, he's like, I'm just going to stare at you. <laughs> it's not even like, fuck, you, fuck me eyes or anything no, like that. It's, it's like, just like. I'm just staring at you. Little, I think Jamal is a little dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess living the gale would do that. It just kills your soul. I, I don't know. Well, he's the most unghetto ghetto resident then well, next to michael yeah he really yeah he's he's he's, he's got I, I hate to say this but compared to the other actors and the other other characters in the movie you know the the gangbangers the gang members yeah he he has very little ebonic speak or black english vernacular speak he's very you know yeah he's probably yeah, yeah he's, very quote-unquote white sounding yeah i of everybody he probably mm-hmm. yeah i would agree with that um, so he starts learning like how beautiful she is and that her eyes sparkle and when she smiles, it's like sun shining down on him. They kiss, but she stops it. <laughs> and as they talk about it, Jada and Lorenzo are exes and they broke up, uh, a year ago, but that she still has feelings for him and that he took her virginity, but then they kiss again. And they start making out. Yeah. It's, it's like, girl, this was a year ago. It was the last time you got a person. Now you're just you're now, now getting I, over I, this. This is where Damn. I I originally was getting an argument. Like, okay, I thought they were exes at in the beginning because I thought this was the next day, not a year no, later. No, it was a year later. So I was like, okay, okay so that argument's worried, all gone. Yeah, it's like it made no <laughs> okay. sense. Um, so we cut to Lorenzo and his crew. They're smoking weed, drinking forties, and freestyle rapping. You can't get more black than that. <laughs> Cliche. You can't get any more black cliche than that. Yeah. Um, rapping some old, like, busted out abandoned building. Meanwhile, Jade and Jamar are making out to the, making the beast with two backs. They're just, they're just going at it. Nice reference. Uh, right after Lorenzo, he gets up, he leaves his boys. We go back to him. So, well, he says, he's like, basically, the way it kind of made sound was, it's like, man, you going to hook up with that girl tonight? He goes, yeah, what do you think? And they showed Jada, you know, they cut to her getting busy with Jamal. Yeah. And then it cuts back to Lorenz, Lorenzo, and I'm just like, oh, shit, is he still seeing Jada? That's kind of the impression I, I got. No, you got? Kind of. Okay. I, that obviously didn't happen. but Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, either way, he, Lorenzo leaves, and then Baby Boy, who, by the way, I forget, is like either the token white guy in this movie or a very light-skinned Latino. I think he's I, a light-skinned Latino. I can't think know. so, too. Uh but anyway, him and T-Bone hear an ice cream truck outside, so they yeah. quickly rush off to it's go like, get man, some. Man, I got the munchies. Because ice cream is gangsta. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing gangsta like ice cream, ice cream. motherfucker. Yeah, rocket pop. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna get me a dilly bar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so 
they approach the ice cream truck and they see that the man inside is dressed up like a clown and is this crazy fucking afro. Now, the clown tells him that he is an, un- I shit you not, the clown says, I am an undercover weed drug dealer and that he came to deliver them some drugs basically for free. He's like, I just showed up to deliver you drugs here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And T-Bone's like, all right, cuz, let's do business. Let's do business. Let's do business. <laughs> and look, all right, the clown, let's do it. So he and Baby Boy enter the back of the ice cream truck. And as soon as they get inside, Killjoy says, welcome to my domain. And the two of them are just instantly teleported to an old abandoned warehouse. Now, the special effects here are used. They look like some, like a scene break from like that 70s show. It's like spinning like tie-dye or something like that. I expect like Topher Grace or like Lord people like <laughs> jumping up in the air going, Wee! That'd be awesome. That would have been awesome. <laughs> so, Especially if it was Donna. Mm, oh, Donna. Donna. Mm. That was Lord mm. That was Donna. Um, anyway, so Killjoy then manifests himself in front of them with his back turned to the two. And then he, and he's like popping and locking. Like, yeah, he's, he's doing like, some like sweet breakdancing moves. And, but then he just vanishes. Again, just poof, gone. Yeah, so he comes in, does an awesome dance, and then poof, gone again. And uh, T-Bone decides that they're through playing games, and they're going to split up to find the clown. And just like Sam Adams' beer, that's always a good decision. <laughs> <laughs> you should have gone with Sa- with the uh, Dave Chappelle version. With uh, Samuel Jackson beer. <laughs> mm, mm, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> It'll get you drunk! You'll be fucking fat girls in no time! Oh, don't get me wrong. That, that is a priceless piece of comedy uh, from back then. But the, it did the good decision and splitting up is yeah. bad. Damn wrong. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> so Baby Boy finds Killjoy lying on the floor and he's like a white bedsheet looking like he's either dead or asleep. While at the same time, T-Bone, who was in a completely other room. Yeah, they separated. There's two rooms. Yeah, they to. went two different ways, two different directions. Uh, is startled when Killjoy's body drops down from the ceiling, hanging from the end of a noose. So now Baby Boy gets grabbed around the neck by his Killjoy, while the other one opens his eyes, looks in T-Bone, and says, How's it hanging? And holy shit, is that funny? You know, because Killjoy is actually hanging when he says, how's it hanging? And Jesus Christ, that's just so fucking funny. You're hinting a little bit of sarcasm coming from you. Maybe. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. So, also, by the way, what the fuck's going on here? Like, why are there kill two joys now? Kill like, two joys? Killed two killjoys, <laughs> killed two whatever. There have there always been two. Like I'm so confused. Like are they clones or is it like Jamie Maddox, the multiple man, just popping off other versions of himself? I don't know. Sweet X Factor reference there. Yeah, yeah. How many people can pick up on Jamie? No, about Jamie Maddox. Jamie yeah. Maddox even remembered his name, motherfuckers. Yeah, multiple man, motherfucker. <laughs> so anyway, nothing fucking happens. Nothing. Baby boy just runs away. And T-Bone just walks past the hanging hanging Killjoy. He's like, fuck eh, this. Fuck this. Just walks right by him. <laughs> so now T-Bone's wandering around the warehouse, calling out for Baby Boy. We cut to Baby Boy in some other part of the place. This, I don't know. It's a big open. And then suddenly he's cast in bright lights as the headlights of the ice cream truck turn on, bathe him in light. And then Killjoy's behind the wheel. He races towards Baby Boy and kills him by smashing him with the truck like up against the brick wall. 
He's dead. And visually, it's so anticlimactic. It's so anticlimactic. It's quite literally, they just zoom in on, the the, the truck never moves. They show the truck, <laughs> they show move. him like steering the wheel around, and instead of the truck moving forward, they just zoom in real tight. And then they zoom in, they cut over to Baby Boy, zoom in on him as he goes, uh, yeah, against yeah. the brick wall. <laughs> it's dog shit. It is. It's horrible. It is, it is awful. Like, I think the... the, the Car, I forget who it was, but somebody in Ginger Dead Man gets hit by a car. That effect was better than this yes, one. Yes, And it that was. was a shit movie, too. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> T-Bone finds a giant lit blunt perfectly balanced in one of like, the openings of like an iron fence or a gate. Yeah, it's like, like, a, it's like a fence. It's like yeah. a, not not quite a ch- chain-link fence, but like, you it's know. Like, it's... It looks like it, but it's made of like iron. iron it's like, yeah, like that yeah. retractable mm-hmm. and open and close. So he smokes it, of course. Of course, he's like, "Oh, it's good shit." Yeah, because you know you you always just find perfectly giant lit blunts lying around, uh, and then Killjoy pops up on the other side of the fence. They exchange some classy and elegant words, ending with Killjoy saying, "Shut the fuck up before I smoke your ass." Uh, that's when we start to hear a burning, hissing sound, and T Bone begins to scream, twitch, shake. T Bone falls to the floor, and basically burns away. To nothingness. Yeah, it's like computer graphics. His hands catch on fire, and bur- his arms all burn up. His body burns up in a big, like in a flame, in, yeah. a, in a computer graphics extravaganza yeah. from 2000. Yeah. Oh, and for another bit of wonderful filmmaking, bad editing, or just the oversight, uh, for some reason, long after T-Bone's dead, like long after it buys off the screen, you still hear him screaming, yeah. Though there's nothing but air on the screen. <laughs> it's just an empty screen. Oh, there's more of that later. Uh, so we fade to black. Uh, we fade, I'm sorry, fade back to the old building that the crew was hanging out in originally, uh, where Lorenzo was, and the camera pans over to show a burnt dead, the burnt dead body of T-Bone, T-Bone. and like the bloody and bruised body of Baby Boy sitting in the chairs they were in before they left for the ice cream truck. Yeah, I didn't get that. Yeah, it's, I'm not, don't, I guess it's like, okay, Obviously, again, it's like this is a, a whole lot of, like Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street shit going on. It's like yeah. Dream World, different realms going on. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's really shitty way of ex- of explaining it or, or linking them together. Of, it's yeah. off. It's really bad. So we go back to Lorenzo, who's fucking some girl. Uh, Titties are seen. This is the girl. Yeah, that's that's, right. that's the, the only n- other Napira one. Or mm-hmm. n- whatever her name is. Uh, Titties are seen. Uh, after they get done boning, she asks him where he sees himself in five years. And bitch, Lorenzo ain't got time for plans. <laughs> he don't. He don't plan ahead. <laughs> he gets he pissed off at her. He don't give a fuck <laughs> about the future. No. Oh my god. Yeah. She just. They get done boning, and then she looks like, yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I got a question. What's up, baby? Where do you see yourself in five years? And this just sets him he's, off. Yeah. He's like, he bitch. just. He can't take this question. Like, I ain't got time for the future. I'm just trying to get through the day because I'm gangster. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Ugh. So eventually, she goes to the take a shower. Lorenzo heads out to the living room to watch TV. Oh, you forget the classic line as she gets up to take a shower. He's like, why are you going to go take a shower? Come back to bed. Because I don't want to take a shower. He's like, fine. Go on. Your pussy stank anyway. <laughs> yep. Boom. Boom. Forget about that one. <laughs> I didn't because I no, giggled like not. an idiot. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> stinky pussy. <laughs> So after a moment, he sits down watching. He starts hearing a noise. 
So he pulls a gun out from underneath a throw pillow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause cause I guess he's got guns lying all around the house. <laughs> he just walks in. He just got done doing his thing. He just got, you know, sweatpants on. You watch some like, Jay Leno now or something yeah, like that. you know, wife beater, and he just sits down on the couch, turns on TV, hears a noise. Oh, let me get my trusty pillow gun. <laughs> yeah, you pillow know? gun. It's <laughs> a pillow and has a gun there. Why not? Yep. Uh, so, uh, now, in the he follows a noise that leads him outside the apartment, and in the hallway he sees the shadow of someone with a giant fucking fro scurry away and giant clown shoe prints on the floor. <laughs> So Lorenzo follows me, ends up outside where he finds the ice cream truck that is emitting red light from inside. So, of course, because that's not ominous or anything like that. It's not fucking scary or weird. Yeah, creepy. He goes right over to it, opens up the back, and as soon as he opens the back doors, he's grabbed and yanked inside by Killjoy, where, again, he's instantly teleported to the old warehouse. And Uh, right now, when I see this, I'm just like, oh, fuck, it's going to be one of those kind of movies. They only have, like, so many locations. Yeah. You know, it's just like it's basically God three locations: it. it's like yeah, a yeah. street, a warehouse, and a room. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. And I was just like, motherfucker, because he, he, it's the exact same spot, yep. the exact same angle, the exact everything's like exactly the, the same. Warehouse. You have like you have like the back room of this warehouse. <laughs> it is the same. Yeah. rooms, same doors used over and over again. Um, so he hears Killjoy laughing off in the distance. So he starts to wander off in search of Killjoy. Meanwhile, his boo is still in the shower. More titties are seen. They just keep showing her showering, which I'm not complaining. I'm fine. She's got a nice body, nice tits. So back at the warehouse, Killjoy reveals himself to Lorenzo. And for the first time, we finally see Killjoy in all his glory. His full face, full body. And all right, that's just the first side commentary here. We're 32 minutes into this movie. And this is where I'm just sick. At this point, I am sick of the word fuck. yeah. Because seriously, it's used nearly every single line of dialogue in some form, one way or the other. And sometimes multiple times per line it's just fucked non-stop and I mean, honestly we curse a lot here too but god damn it was so <laughs> my word my word <laughs> such language marshal <laughs> i must say i do feel a fever coming on i'm just getting so round up i, need my, I need my fanning fan <laughs> i don't well a fanning i guess a fan what i don't know a fanning fan a fanning fan Fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Lorenzo demands to you know who Killjoy is, but instead of answering him, Killjoy just says, why don't you ask your homeboys? I swear to God, this is like the last time I've heard... I haven't, when was the last time you heard homeboys used? I mean, 2000. kind of dates it, but I mean, I haven't heard anybody use the word homeboys in a long time. Uh, I say you? homeboy sometimes. Do you in, really? In joke, in reference, yeah. you know. Well, this wasn't a joke, but all right. Anyway, so out comes a bloody and bruised baby boy and a burnt to a crisp T-bone. So I don't know if they're zombies or what the fuck they are now. But they're like, man, you see what he did to us? Yeah. Like, you see what he did to you us? Gotta kill kill that, you, you gotta, gotta kill, kill that, that clown. Kill him. Uh, and so baby boy and T-bone, then they vanish again. And I guess because T- Killjoy made them vanish? I-, I really don't know at this point, nor do I care. They just, yeah. they just disappear. They're gonna do whatever they want to do. Uh, and, and again, this is where I really start to make, I, at this point, I think... F- Killjoy's part like Freddy Krueger, and this like his this warehouse is his dream his realm. dimension, yeah, like, his, his realm, realm, yeah, where he has power or something. Um, so anyway, Lorenzo has had enough of this. He pulls out his, his six shooter, and begins, mind you, six shooter starts ki- shooting Killjoy. Now Killjoy just stands there and takes it, and he even starts like moving and rubbing himself like he's getting off on being shot. Like he starts like rubbing his nips and like like going, oh yeah, and, like being and all. And how many times did he get shot? But With yet a single. 
And keep in mind, there are no bullet holes or wounds shown in him at all. No blood. And, oh yeah, as you were saying, he was shot a 21 times from a six-shooter. Yeah. No reloading. 21 times. You counted it too? <laughs> from revo- yeah. From yeah. revolver. Because that was retarded. Retarded. Like, it just... Are you fucking shitting <sighs> me? Like, really? Come on. Uh, anyway, Killjoy then tells Rams that he that he is his worst nightmare... And he starts to inhale, like, a bunch, like, over, he's, like, inhaling, inhaling. And he starts making these really weird faces. And that's when he fires all the bullets that Lorenzo just shot at him back at Lorenzo from his mouth. I'm coming turn, out of his mouth. He turns his mouth into, like, a Tommy gun. And yeah. Just... To which Lorenzo is thrown against the wall. Yeah, the and force see, of the bullets slams you see <laughs> these crappy little... Effects of blood going, it's like all computerized. It's the worst CG blood spot I've it, ever seen. I mean, this is this shit is baby's first CGI. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's the, this is the type of bad CGI I expect to see in Zoombies. If you remember that, Zoombies <laughs> blows this place this away because he's and I man, I feel for the actor because it's like you know they just said no, act like he got shot with the Tommy gun and wiggle around on the wall. So. Yeah, because he's like, <laughs> yeah, like oh don't worry, we'll put it in post and like. Motherfucker, that's what I did. That's what you came up with. That's what you came up with. <laughs> like a bunch is of like these red tiny little dots. <laughs> it's like dots. Yeah, yeah, and they disappear. Yeah, they don't yeah. stay. The they, they, stay it's kind of like red. a little explosion. It's like it kind of like looks like it pops. Like the red dot pops, it's and like then a, it goes it, away. Yeah, it's like a red raindrop would hit or something like that. And right, it very good. Yeah, his yeah. wife beard doesn't get stained red. It just disappears. Uh, so now Killjoy suddenly sounds like Kevin Hart here for some reason. He says. Uh, no, that is how you, now, no, no, he says, now that's how you bust a cat, motherfucker. Like, I don't know, did we, I don't know if you know Kevin Hart very well, but he sounded very much like Kevin Hart. I know Hart. Kevin Hart, but I can't, were you trying to do Kevin Hart? I, I yes and no, like, I was probably was like. <laughs> you probably shouldn't try to do. <laughs> I, 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 I love, I, I, I. <laughs> Part of it was like, don't attempt it. But then it was like, I was already like halfway into it. was like, why are you doing this? Stop it. And just got to get all jumbled up. Because like, you know you can't pull this off. Just stop. And then we get some weird Southern bullshit hybrid. I don't know what it is. If we have any black listeners, I'm sorry. We're sorry. We're so sorry. But he sounded like Kevin Hart to me when he said that. All right. So now, okay. So we're 35 minutes in the movie, and basically the three main characters are all dead. Yeah, and that's like, what I was what? like. I was like, well, there goes your antagonist. Yeah, and like everybody's dead. Like scene. All right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> roll I mean, credits. What, what else we got? Yeah, that's these were like, Now what happened? Yeah, yeah. So um, we cut back to the girl getting out of the shower. She turns off the TV, goes back to the bedroom where she finds a blood trail, uh, which makes zero sense here. Why there be a blood trail? Uh, so she follows it out the apartment and into the hall and again outside to the ice cream truck. She's got to go a long way to follow this blood trail. That's a lot of blood coming from basically no one. or which really It's supposed to be Lorenzo, but it makes no sense because I don't know why. Uh, she sees the blood leaking out from the rear doors of the truck. She opens up to find Lorenzo's dead body. Uh, Finally got some bullet holes. Finally put some bullet holes on him. Like practical makeup Pract- now. Yeah. Killjoy pops up next to her. She screams, runs away. She's never seen again. Uh, yeah. She, he pops up and she runs, stops in front of the camera, goes, Aah! and she's like shaking her hands back and forth and she runs <laughs> then off again. runs off to like 
audio track of classic screaming. Yeah. Like, it's not the Wilhelm scream, no. but screams you recognize that you've heard over and over again. <laughs> Public domain scream. Right. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Uh, so... Now we go back to Monique, who's asleep in her bed, and she's startled awake by the homeless man who has broken into her house and grabs her around the mouth. Is like, Shh, what? <laughs> <laughs> the homeless so, guy breaks into her house to wake her up in the middle of the night. The homeless guy <laughs> a year ago to have me, I don't know, taking a shit in the alley <laughs> yeah. next to Monique and Jada as Michael got stomped. He doesn't even see those girls. He just yeah. sees them like it's getting taken away. All right. A year later, he decides, ah, it's time to go wake that woman up. Wake, break, wake her up. <laughs> oh, fuck. So now we cut to Jada and Jamal. They're sleeping in, I think it's his bed. Her beeper goes off. Yes, right. A beeper. Beeper. I was like, when I saw the beeper, I was like, like fuck Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> uh, they go, they basically go find Monique. Uh, in the, uh, and they find her standing in the middle of her living like a room. Uh, hand, holding hands with the homeless guy, both of them stand there like in a trance with, with their, their eyes, eyes closed, closed, like in a tr- yeah, in a trance. Uh, Monique opens her eyes and in an almost robotic voice tells Jada to listen to this man that it's very important. And he tells the homeless man tells Jamal and Jada to hold hands. So they're like, all right, whatever. This isn't weird. Sure, let's join in. <laughs> now there's <laughs> now young man. It's like they now hold hands. Young man, take my hand. He goes. <laughs> Uh, he goes, now! And he's like, okay. okay. <laughs> like, no, like, what the fuck, fuck are you doing here? Happening? Who is this guy? Why are you here? Why'd you Why does it smell here? like shit in here so bad? <laughs> oh, it's the homeless guy. <laughs> so now the four of them are standing around in a circle holding hands, and he tells them to close their eyes. And now we get like a five-minute flashback about Michael and basically a retelling of the whole movie up to this point. It's only been a half hour long. Yeah, it's so useless, pointless, and retarded. I, it's a waste of time. There's no business being at this point in the movie. The whole scene is basically like an opening to a sequel to give a recap of the events of the first movie to catch the audience up in case they missed the first one. Not a re- You don't need a retelling of the entire first movie 30 minutes into the movie. This is asinine. It's, it's fucking awful. Pretty crazy. So the homeless guy tells him that they're all in danger from Killjoy. How he knows this, who fucking knows? Jada, ex- Jada especially is in danger, and that only love can kill the evil in the heart. So, and he even stresses to kill Killjoy. Because he's, he's like, Killjoy's, uh, he's killed the gangsters. Yeah, yeah, he's and now Joy. he's coming for you. Everyone in this room is in danger. The only way to kill him is to kill the to to, to kill Michael's heart, to yeah. break his heart, and to destroy the doll. Yeah. So and two things. Again, we have no. How the hell There's does no, the homeless guy know this? There's no. We should have had a flashback of him. Like, how is? Why does he know this? What's, with the what's the old dude? sage? Why did he become homeless? Yeah. Did he kill like did Killjoy kill his family or something? What happened? Why does he know all this knowledge? Like, it makes no sense. Well, they forget to ask him because he goes, all right, my time to leave. And then just yeah. fucking He's, disappears. Exactly. He's like, all right, I'll leave it in your hands. And then he fades away from existence. Just like turns into sand and yeah. floats away. What is happening in this movie? So we you all just kind of go, huh. huh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, their reactions is so ridiculous because they're just like, wow. Well, all right, I guess wow. it's on us now. I guess we got to go on this adventure, everybody. I'd be like, all right, I'm going back to bed. I don't know what <laughs> like, the fuck happened. I'm out of here. This. God damn it. <laughs> no. Monique, 
don't let a homeless guy in your house anymore, okay? I think a Froyo stand's still open. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, so the three of them go outside, and they find Quincy. Oh, just Quincy. There's the ice cream as truck. As soon as they go outside, there's the ice cream truck. Jada. Which finally, Jada has a moment of brilliance. She's like, I want to go home. I don't want to do this. Like, screw this. <laughs> I want to go home. And I'm like, yes. Movie's over. You. Yeah. Just walk away. Done. Done. But Monique convinces her to stay and fight Killjoy. We have to see this to the end. Mind you, they have never seen Mm-mm. Killjoy. They don't know anything about And all Killjoy. they've done, all we know is that they Killjoy has killed three criminal gangsters. So it sounds like he's doing people with public service. Right. Why go after the guy? Just let him be. He's basically killed three killers. Yeah. So... Yeah, he killed three killers. And like, but they may have to be gang members and drug or whatever. But it's well, they they killed Michael. Yeah, you know, I mean, one technically pulled the but trigger, they're but they're all, they're all accomplices. They're all like guilty of this. Yeah. So, and who knows what else they've done? Yeah. Regardless, they deal, they deal drugs. They talk. They even kind of mentioned, you know, that they deal drugs and they kill people. Yeah. So not good people. So yeah, just why kill? Go after kill and try Just let them go. We gotta stop this guy from cleaning up the streets. Yeah. <laughs> We want our ghetto ghetto fire. Our streets. <laughs> we want crime. It may not be good, but it's ours. Stay out of it. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, she, Monique tells Jay that if Killjoy was able to kill Lorenzo and his gang, what do you think will happen next? And, again, this is got to be the shittiest argument of all time. To say, yeah, if a hardened gangbangers couldn't kill this thing, then us two girls and fucking... Jamal. Ram Jamal will surely be able to kick, kick, take him out with ease. Oh, and by the way, I don't think you can call Lorenzo Bayboy and T-Bone a gang because I think you need three more than three people to make a gang. <laughs> I mean, right now, they're a company at best. <laughs> Clever. You like that one? I like that one. Uh-huh. I, I like that. For those who didn't get that joke or reference, that's a three freeze company <laughs> joke. John Ritter. John Ritter. Rest in peace. <laughs> Fucking awesome. Yep. Uh, Never seen a guy so coked up but can still act so well. <laughs> uh, so Jamal says no matter what, that the three of them will have to stick together. So the three of them then enter the ice cream truck and they're teleported away like all the others. And I love how each person lands in the where- in the warehouse realm like they're the fucking Terminator or like Iron Man landing from the sky. Right? Like all of them. <laughs> they're all like on the knees with their hand down like that superhero Terminator that pose. That superhero pose. And yeah. then they each stand up one, one at a time. time. It's like the fucking like the Terminator, man. They're just not naked. It's So pretty much as soon as they land, Jamal says he has a plan, but they need to split up. Are you kidding me? Didn't you didn't just less than a minute ago say no matter what, we need to stick, stick together. together. Now you're saying, hey, let's split up in this strange and creepy <laughs> warehouse we just got tele- magically teleported, teleported into. And it's funny because the two girls are like, uh, no, yeah. no, no. And he's like, no, really, we should split up. No, like, no, okay. no. And he goes, okay, how about this? We'll split up for just five minutes, five minutes and then we'll get back together. And, and, and nothing happens. And we'll he goes, back. Jamal walks off on their own, and Monique's like, fuck that. We're yeah. staying together. Yeah, he, Jamal just heads up. like, all right, I'm leaving. Leaving the two to do whatever. And the girls find, all right, we'll go off this way. Yeah, but they're, they're like, no, we're sticking together because <laughs> Jamal's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. So Jamal is in the room where Baby Boy first found Killjoy in the blanket. Kill, Killjoy pops up out of nowhere, and Jamal just starts throwing, throwing fists and swinging away. We see the girls in the room where T-Bone found the blunt because we see the same iron fence yeah. cage. 
And uh, they can hear the sound of Jamal fighting and Killjoy laughing. So they're like, oh no, Jamal. <laughs> and so Jamal is getting tossed around like a rag doll. He, he, he gets up and he, and he runs away at this point. And he runs into the girls back in that main room where they all maybe gets teleported back into. Back in the same room. Yeah. Now, dude, that- really quick, when Killjoy's fighting Jamal, he puts a lampshade on his head and punches him. It does, but there's no wisecrack. There's no joke. Nope. He just puts a lampshade on his head I and throws him against you. a wall, Thank which you. Jamal, I got to say, is probably a hell of an athlete because he does this crazy flip into the wall, which is kind of neat looking. But with a lampshade on his head, but there's no pun, there's no joke, maybe, nothing maybe, like, I, I want to turn the maybe, lights out. I can't imagine it, it would have been cut because it's just a short movie. Right. And they left all these other shitty but, lines. But what the in. fuck? Yeah, it's, it's so weird. Yeah, why don't say lights out, Yeah, something. Some, like, something cheesy. Yeah. But, but nothing, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, so now dead Lorenzo pops up along with dead baby boy and dead T-Bone. So the three dead guys attack the others and this big fight breaks out. During the fight, it just so happens that Jamal finds a katana sword. He gets thrown into boxes. There's boxes everywhere. Cardboard boxes. Cardboard boxes everywhere. He gets thrown into a pile of cardboard boxes, God. and a katana just spills like, out. And he turns into, like, Michelle's katana just pops out. And on top of that, Monique finds a goddamn battle axe. Really? What in the hell was a battle axe doing in a warehouse? I mean, this is like a straight-up Lord of the Rings medieval times battle axe. It's like four or five feet tall. Yeah. It's fucking huge. Yes. It's gigantic. At first I thought it was a shovel, and I'm like, (laughs) holy shit, that's a fucking axe. It's an axe. It's a fucking, like, you shall not pass fucking battle axe, you know? Uh, So, (laughs) suddenly then Jamal becomes a fucking ninja with this thing. He starts spinning around, he's spinning the sword all around. And he's, you know, and then he just impales Lorenzo through the stomach. He does, like, stomach. a sweet spin move impaling Lorenzo yeah, right through, his through stomach. the stomach. And then dead Lorenzo screams and then explodes he in green light. He starts gyrating again. Yeah, and he explodes in green light and then what looks like pixelated blocks. Right, like, yeah. what? I, I don't even understand <laughs> the logic behind that effect. Like, why would they explode in, like, tiny little blocks? I don't get it. Like, it made sense in Adam Sandler with Pixels because they're 8-bit video games. They explode in blocks. I get it. I don't get this. Like, ugh, I don't know. It hurts my head. <laughs> so, Jade is fighting T-Bone for control of the Battle Axe. Which, again, which, again saying Battle Axe in this movie is so insane and bonkers to me that I'm saying This kind of aggravates me, too. They're fighting, and they're struggling for about a full minute. Yeah. A full minute of struggling for this Battle Axe. T-Bone's pretty fucking ripped. Yeah, big, he's, he's, big guy. He's, yeah. he's pretty jacked. Yeah, he, he's you know? short. I mean, he's wearing... He doesn't uh, skip leg day. No. You he, know, I mean, the guy... Or arm day. Yeah, the skip. guy is in great shape. And, you know, I'm sure Jade is athletic, and she's kind of... She does a pretty but sweet kick and scrawny. stuff. But she's a small, like, 120, 130, being generous. I would, I would say woman. 110, 115. So there's... Like, and it seems like it's a real, like, struggle... You know, I mean, if this was real, T-Bone would be like, give me that bitch. Yeah, just make it out. <laughs> exact, I thought the exact same thing you did. Um, so Jamal calls out to Baby Boy saying, hey, Bone Hands, it's Miller time. Yeah. Which, what <laughs> makes no sense to me. No sense. Maybe what if he was talking to T-Bone. Uh, but what does Baby Boy and Bone Hands have to do with anything? And why Miller time? Nobody's name is Miller. They're not drinking Miller beer at all in this movie. This line is nonsense. It it's nonsense. so crazy. <laughs> Maybe that's why Jamal is the whitest 
character in this movie. It's like, I can't think of anything fun to say or cool or witty. Miller time. Miller time, what? boneheads. Like, what? It's Miller time. It's Miller time. God oh. damn it. It's so crazy. This fucking movie. So, anyway, Jada then just, she gets the axe. And just cuts T-Bone's head clean off as Baby Boy throws Jamal across the room. They fight some more. Baby Boy slams Jamal up against the post. Jamal grabs Baby Boy's head in both hands. And it looks like he's going like, to crush his skull like Jason style Or stick his fingers into his, exactly. his, his thumbs into his eyes. Or, yeah, exactly. One or two. But Baby Boy then just immediately reels back in pain and then explodes into dust. This is awful on so many levels because it again makes zero sense. What I mean, what did Jamal do to him? He I started, think it was supposed to be the eye poke he started, because yeah, I mean, stuff kind of started squirting. He, there was an effect on his eyes, and then he burst into dust. I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, he certainly doesn't crush the head, and it didn't. I mean, you can clearly see in the shot like the, the Jamal's thumbs are like above Baby Boy's eyes, like they're up on his forehead. And he just backs off in pain. Like, what happens? He just explodes in the dust, basically. Yeah. Oh, oh we didn't talk about T-Bone's uh, severed, like, headless body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> walk, walking around, fucking doing the Frankenstein walker for a while. Where you can as tell- green stuff squirts out the top. And you can tell they just put, like, a green bag over his head for the mm. green screen. Like, just walk around. <laughs> uh, so, after the fight, Killjoy comes out applauding them. And then he starts taunting them a bit. And... And to, I have to say this because this has been an ongoing throughout this whole movie. I guess it's really hard to take a horror movie seriously or even look at it as a horror movie when no one, I mean, no one in the movie is even afraid of the villain in the slightest bit. No, and they're I, not. They're not. No one's ever afraid of scared. The of only this one guy. that was ever afraid was the black girl, the boot, the Who's, booty, the booty call girl who screamed and lived. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, I don't know if this is again, because it's a black movie and they're trying to make like, Every character be hard and they're ghetto, they're gangster. So it, you can't. Be, you, it's weak to show fear. So you can never be afraid. Everybody's got to be. Everybody's got to be hard and tough because fears for bitches. But and I mean, even the girls don't even seem afraid of Killjoy. Nope. They're like, all right, whatever, let's get it on. And, <laughs> yeah. And the like I said, the only character was the random booty babe that was afraid. Nobody else is afraid of them. And so it really, really doesn't make this a scary. movie. No, it's not. It, it, there's no. There's no suspense. There's no tension. There's no fear of any of any of, and anybody. It's they really have little regard for their own life too, because they're just like, all right, let's do this. Let's go fight. All well, I guess right, me growing up in the ghetto, you know, lucky lived to 21 or whatever. Every day is every day. I'm just struggle. trying to get through today. I'm just trying to get through the day. Yeah. <laughs> so Jamal, Monique, and Jada, they just sit there and exchange insults with Killjoy. They just sit. They just sit there and throw like. Your mama jokes back and forth. Throwing shade at Killjoy. Throwing, throwing shade. So Killjoy finally pull, pulls out a knife and says, let's get it on. Again, showing no fear, Jamal just hops up and attacks Killjoy. Now the guy has a knife, and he, he's blind, like, all right, charges into him. Uh, Monique joins in, and the two of them fight Killjoy while Jada stands back and watches. During the fight, Killjoy drops the knife, which lands right in front of Jada. Killjoy fends off Jamal and Monique. He then turns his attention to Jada. She finally stands up, holding the knife behind her back. I mean, clearly holding that knife, right? Like a kid who snuck a cookie from the cookie exactly. jar. Exactly. I mean, Killjoy's any idiot would say, oh, gee, I wonder if she has a knife behind her back. 
Just like in Microwave Massacre when <laughs> Jackie Vernon was hiding the head, the head behind the bag. Yeah. So Killjoy's like, hey, why don't we kiss a little bit? And she's like, okay. But only if he promises to leave her world and never come back. So Killjoy's like, all right, I promise. So they kiss. She kisses Killjoy. Killjoy. And after the kiss, he starts twitching around like he's coming in his clown suit. <laughs> like he's going, ooh. Dude, I wish to God I filmed that. You look bonkers. <laughs> so, of course, he breaks his promising that she made a deal with the devil. Killjoy then backs up and sh- and just shatters into eight, more like eight-bit pixelated-looking pieces. Yeah. And the pieces fall away, and we see Michael standing there. What? Is, uh, I, 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 this movie makes zero sense. It, 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 it's nonsense. Uh, so Michael now begins monologuing, telling her his sob story and that all he ever wanted was to have friends and that I love you and blah blah blah. Just big I was sob story. Always stories. the guy who got beat on and kicked on and spit on. And like, and then he like, Jada, will you be my girlfriend after all this? After everything I've just done, will you be my girlfriend? Because, come on, guy, we all know the way to girls' heart is to basically go on a killing spree to summon a spirit to summon a spirit, uh, yeah, kill everybody, kill a clown, kill everybody, and then basically kidnap her into another dimension. <laughs> Uh, Solid plan. (laughs) I tried that one. (laughs) Put that in the playbook. Uh, So Jada says, yeah, I'll be your girlfriend, Michael. So Jada and Michael hug, and then she just starts brutally and viciously just stabbing him repeatedly. Stab him right Just, 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 oh, God, it's Like on par with Rick Grimes stabbing Shane in the field. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right up in the chest. It's, it's, it's savage. Uh, and then she, Michael drops to his knees, Jada backs up, drops a knife, and says, when hell freezes over. Wah, wah, wah. So Michael, then Michael now he fades away into nothingness. He just disappears. Jada helps Jamal and Monique back up, and the three of them exit the warehouse to find the ice cream truck. They yeah. L- okay. Okay. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> okay. They're like, we did it. All right, let's get out of here. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. They just got teleported to this magical warehouse and yeah. everything. So did Baby Boy and T-Bone. So did Lorenzo. Mm-hmm. They all got teleported there. And, of course, their first reaction, naturally, is to go go explore and try and find the killer. Fuck that, man. Everyone's first reaction would be like, how the fuck do I get out of here? Yeah. Right? And my... Well, my first my, reaction is, how did I get here? Next, we're like, right, right, we got to right. get out my, of here. My suspension disbelief was, maybe there's no exit. Maybe they, there's nothing there, you know? But this they just wall. walk right yeah. out. They find uh, the door. They're like, like later. giant loading bay doors. They just yeah. walk right out. <laughs> just without without an inkling of problem. Right. I, I, toy, it's, I had thought the same thing. I'm glad you you, you said that. Uh, so, yeah, they're laughing at me. Oh, it's, it's finally over, blah, blah, blah. And then from behind them comes Killjoy's voice saying, it's never over. And they turn. It's actually pretty accurate. And they turn. It's tur- never over. <laughs> and they see Killjoy and then. Uh, the dead versions of Lorenzo, T-Bone, and Baby Boy. They're back again. Uh, what? Like, how many times are they fucking coming back? So, this is the best. They're all standing and loading up. All, and the three of them are like, oh, no. Dude, their reactions are shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, the acting is so, so, so bad. And I thought at the beginning of the movie, the acting was bad. It can't get any worse, can it? Nope. Nope. I was fucking wrong. <laughs> this is the worst acting. 
Then, like a voice from the heavens, comes the voice of oh, the whoa, homeless whoa, 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 old man. Oh, hey, first of all, I, I want, this is where Kildred says he can't be killed in his world. So he does say that this is his like. So we are we do acknowledge the fact that this yes, is his yes. world. So he is indeed the like the black cousin of Freddy Krueger. Uh, the keeping tied with the cousin thing we've got going okay, on. Okay, cuz. Now, like you, if you uh, now come out, the voice of God to tell Jay that she must this get is the, the homeless doll. man. He goes, the doll. You forgot the doll. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not God. It's the homeless man. Dude, he just there's no like wise words or anything. He's like, hey, stupid, you forgot the doll. <laughs> and again, the scene is just fucking ridiculous in every sense of the word imaginable. It's so it's, they kick off running. Yeah, they they start running down the Kill street. Killjoy and, and his, his zombie undead minions. I yeah, guess they're chasing. It's like a chase. Scene. It's a chase scene. And it turns out that they were running to the ice cream truck that has somehow went from being right in front of them as they walk out the warehouse to suddenly being, like, two blocks away. Uh, the three of them make it to the back of the truck and leap in, close the doors by him, just as Killjoy and his minions are about to grab him. Dude, and the minions are going, yeah. It's like they become, like, <laughs> They're like 1940s stock, zombies. Stock like, zombies. It's like banging on the truck. They were talking before. They were throwing out one-liners. They were, you know, had, you know, they were talking. Now they're, (laughs) like, literally, that's the sound they're making. Yeah, it's like Frankenstein. Fire, burn. So Jamal, Jane, and Monique now, they're teleporting into Michael's room. Sure. And then right in the center of the ring of candles, which are still lit. It's been a year. These candles haven't melted down at all. They're still in. This house should be burnt to the ground. <laughs> and in Magic front of the- candles? I don't know, man. And in front of them is... J- and in front of Jada is the Killjoy doll. With a knife next to it. With the knife next to it. Uh, she raises the knife and is about to stab the doll when it morphs into Michael. The camera zooms out to show Jada is now straddling him like cowgirl style. Uh, and, and Michael's begging for her not to kill him. Because he loves her so much, and that he did all this for her, and that he's so sorry. Give me another chance. She's like, fuck that. Stabs Michael <laughs> in the chest. He so, morphs. Ba- this is the third time Michael's died. <laughs> Three times. <laughs> <That> poor fuck. <laughs> he, he morphs back into the doll. Nothing seemingly happens until the whole world begins to shake like a giant earthquake. We cut to Lorenzo and his boys do again shaking like retard, just, just like, standing on the loading dock, just shaking. Going on for the warehouse ever. Yeah, they shake for way too long. Holy god! Oh, they're trying to act like there's an earthquake or something, but you can tell, <laughs> or it, there's something possessing them, yeah, or they're falling. They're just standing there, sh- twitching, and it, it's, it's just like it feels like five. It's probably like. 30 seconds. 30, 45 seconds, but it feels like five minutes it's, of movie time. Oh, my. I feel bad for the actors. Yeah. I was like, All right, like, shake. Where are you going to say keep cut? Keep shaking. <laughs> keep. Yeah, you don't need to keep them shaking that long. Keep shaking. <laughs> <laughs> so back in the Ring of Candles, Jamal tells them not to move, that they can't break the plane of the candle circle, which, again, how in the blue hell would he know that? When did Jamal become an expert on black magic, and did I miss this somewhere along the way? How does he know that? Can't break I wait the for circle. an answer, Aaron. Can't break the circle. Yeah, because I'm watching. I'm like, what? What? Okay. Everything starts to calm down. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. So the guy's twitching. They yeah, cut just, back to the guy's twitching. 
who all seem to be kind of sucked oh, blue no, special that, effects. It, and, it's green. They get zapped with green lightning. Yeah. And here, green lightning. And I swear, what is, I don't know what it is with crappy horror movies and green lightning, because this is like the fourth movie we've done that has green lightning in it. It's sexy. <laughs> So anyway, the green after green light, they're, yeah, they're sucked up in like this swirling vortex, and it just disappears Poof. after sucking them up. They're yeah. gone. So then everything calms down, right? Yeah, then everything settles down, and then Monique says, uh, "No, she yeah." Now she becomes the black magic yeah, expert, Monique, and she even goes, "Uh, we got to make an inner circle." Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> she even says, "Uh." <laughs> Uh, I'm making this shit up too, guys. I'm totally making this up. Why don't we all get over in a circle and hold hands? Let's see what happens. Ah, uh, let's do this. And everyone's like, yeah, it's a good idea. Okay. Now, I, apparently, we have Jamal and Michael and Monique who are all black magic experts. Now, I never realized how prevalent black magic was in the ghetto. I just guess it's their thing now. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the three of them sit there holding hands. They close their eyes. So it's like black stereotypes. It's like, uh, they're all great athletes. They can't swim. And they all know black magic. They all know black magic. So... <laughs> God. So we cut to like a, a, this giant astral projection of Killjoy floating above Michael, who is on his knees outside the demon warehouse or whatever so it's called. still around. And Killjoy tells him that it's game over. So Michael it's... says it wasn't his fault. Give him another chance. Killjoy responded by saying, you were down to your last strike, and he just struck out. And then he says, dinner time! And Michael explodes into, you guessed it, more small pixelated cubes that turn the green smoke and evaporate. So he just died again. Four times! <laughs> <laughs> He's died four times in this movie! <sighs> And what's with dinner time? That's just as bad as Miller time. <laughs> Why is he saying dinner? He's doing all these sports analogies, like sports references and all this. And now it's dinner time? He doesn't even eat, Michael. He just explodes in the pixelated cubes. I... <laughs> oh, God. Dark meat. It's what's for dinner. I don't know. <laughs> that would have been funnier. Yeah. <laughs> So we now we go back to <laughs> I feel like chicken tonight. <laughs> Something. I don't know. God damn it. So we go back <sighs> to Jada, Monique, and Jamal, and the three of them and <sighs> This is what's even fucking creepy. The three of them now! They fade away into nothing, and then they're teleported back to Jada's house, I think it's her house, where they find the homeless guy just standing in the living room, like waiting for them. Like nodding, like, yeah. yeah. You guys, he, you guys know it. They you look at each it. other. They he gives them a smile as he begins they all to smile turn like, the smoke. Uh, he like, turns the smoke and fades just, away. He does like this this like Namaste like, martial Y yeah. kind of thing, you know? It's like he just kinda of like puts his hands together like, you know, like a bowing kind of kung yeah. fu, kind of bows a little bit, they're all like smiling, hugging, like, Oh, we did it, thanks, Mr. Homeless Man. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just fades, fades away just smoke. turns into like smoke and what dust. What is that? Why are they fading away from I want to scream and rip my head off. Just rip my hair off and just... This movie is so infuriating. And then, after it's all done, just like nothing happened, Jamal's like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Let's get something to eat. I'm hungry. Let's go get something to eat. So, now we cut to the three of them. I don't know how much time has passed now, but more time has passed. I thought it was the same fucking night when I first saw this. Uh, they're in the, the three of them are in a club. They're in some nightclub. 
Like I said, I thought this was a continuation of the scene. I'm like, For I'm a minute, hungry. I thought so, too. I was like, like, I'm hungry. Let's go to the club. Yeah, like, uh, Do they have food there? Yeah, apparently <laughs> several days have passed, but, they don't, but it could be more. I don't know. Because they, they talk about having nightmares. Yeah. And... Uh, Jay mentioned she's had another nightmare last night, and Jamal tells her to go see a shrink. <laughs> uh, so they're, now they're joined by another guy and a guy and a girl couple. A couple co- comes up. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the new guy knows Jada from English class, so I guess they're high school classmates or something. They talk about the club's cover charge or making small talk. New guy says that his brother owns the club, so they got him for free. Jada asks him what's his brother's name. The guy just starts laughing and says, Killjoy. Now, the camera then cuts to Jada and right back to the couple who are gone and have been replaced by dead Lorenzo and a laughing Killjoy. Now, once again, we cut to Jada waking up, screaming in bed next to Jamal. He calms her down by going down on her under the covers. <laughs> he's just screaming, baby, I got you, baby, I got you. All right. And he, like, starts getting back in the covers, and I'm like, okay, he's going to go back to bed. And he starts going down, and she goes, well, what are you doing? He goes, like, I'm horny. And, and he just goes, I'm horny. <laughs> you know, like, with that, such whiteness in his voice. I'm horny. Come on, Jada. I want to get down on that pussy. Yeah. I'm horny. <laughs> it was, like, the most goddamn non-sexy thing a smooth brother has ever said. I'm horny. I'm horny. <laughs> so he goes down on her, starting around, and then suddenly, like you see the, the head like coming back up towards her, and then Killjoy's head pops up from underneath the covers that and says, "That's some good pussy." <laughs> Roll credits. Before we move on, I do want to comment on again. I don't know if you noticed this, but I did. This movie had, besides all of its other flaws and its re- awfulness, the music it had very weird music choices for this movie. Like the, uh, it's not that the music itself is strange; it's just the genre they chose to use is a strange choice for a horror movie. Because most of the music is the movie is like soft R and B, like Quiet Storm type stuff. Yeah, it's like, like smooth R and B. Yeah, stuff. it's like yeah. it doesn't fit a horror movie. Like even like and Chris, you have this big, you end up like the big scare, like ah, you know, Killjoy's back. And all of a sudden, it's like it's smooth, like, smooth yeah, jazz. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like Quiet Storm kind of shit. Like Kenny you know? G should be playing a sweet like. Well, I was thinking like maybe some R Kelly comes like I'm fucking you tonight. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's that is an actual uh, R. Kelly song. Okay, I want to pee on you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I think we're that, we're uh, going back to Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I was thinking of Dave, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> so yeah, we roll the credits. Uh, and that's it. There's nothing about the credits that need to work about. Uh, so that that's that's fucking Killjoy. Uh, it is god awful in oh so many ways. But let's go into favorite kills. There can be only one. Favorite kill. Now there are barely anything to choose from, but except Michael dies four times. If you want to count those, so you have four to choose from there. Uh, so what? Let's. What What are you gonna go with this week? <sighs> I'm kind of torn. There's two of them. <laughs> the Lorenzo death, where he gets <laughs> spit bullets at him. Yes, yeah, I kind of like it, just in the humor factor. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. Like T Dog burning up for the time. Not bad. Yeah, it was not bad. It wasn't horrible. It's bad, but yeah, it, it wasn't horrible. Else, no. But the the laugh factor on the Lorenzo spit scene is great. But then the violence factor of the stabbing of Michael when Jada stabs yeah. him is like damn. That's the most violent. Damn, of the, of the bitch. Movie. Cold. Some kind of torn. 
Can I have a twofer? Ugh. If I got to pick one, I can pick one. Pick one. All right, I'm going to go with Jada Seven Michael. Jada Seven Michael. Jada Seven Michael. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm the same boat you are. Jada Seven Michael is definitely the most violent and brutal one, but you didn't really get to see a whole lot of it. But I'm going with the exact same reason you said. I'm going with Lorenzo's <laughs> stupid-ass Tommy Gun mouth because it's so, so stupid and bad. <laughs> but it's still kind of unique in a way. It's like, you know, the clown's kind of spirit. Like, you, yeah, obviously, I mean, you can't clown, kill yeah. him. You kind of know he's a supernatural kind of being. He spits the bullets. So it's like, okay. So at least it kind of gives a little bit of, you know, interest to kill yeah i mean it, it plays like, like yeah. a clown-esque you know kind mm-hmm. of thing so yeah i get it, but yeah it's so bad but at it's the same so time, bad i'm going with that one all right let's move on to odds and ends not only did they watch these films they researched them too Ugh, what is wrong with these guys all right ratings imdb two and a half out of ten 2.5 out of 10. <sighs> That's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomato, or Rotten Tomatoes, no thermometer score, no surprise there, but a 25% audience score. And then Amazon. 3.5? Three, 3 out of 5. Jesus. Uh, plot keywords, there were several. Uh, I just wrote down, there were nothing real fancy, just black magic, full moon, slasher flick, uh, katana sword, impalement, decapitation, surprise ending. Nothing real fancy there. Yeah. Um, so trivia, there's I got three pieces of trivia here. Uh, well, one we already talked about, so we're basically down to two. Uh, what was the one? Uh, it, it was just some of the uh, I was going to mention again, the uh, the gun that shot twenty one bullets. Instead oh of, yeah, uh, six. yeah. But uh, so eliminating that, uh, Angel Vargas who plays Killjoy, it was actually slated to reprise his role in Killjoy Two: Deliverance from Evil, but declined in favor of other projects. Uh, and then Trent. Haaga, H-A-A-G-A, was cast in the second movie instead and reprised the role in all the other sequels. Killjoy 3, Killjoy Goes to Hell, and Killjoy's Psycho Circus. They made five of these fuckers. Five. Five Killjoy movies. Five. And I haven't, I've never heard about these movies until I started doing this podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, and moving on, the writer Carl Washington makes a cameo appearance at the end of the movie as Ray... He's the classmate in the mm-hmm. club at the very end. He, so that's the guy who wrote the movie. Shame on you. Shame. 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 We're walking, him you're to walk, the... walking through the streets naked while we we're ready We're going to throw <laughs> cabbage and tomatoes at you. and uh, Shame. Uh, so that's all I got for trivia this week. Uh, there, like I said, not much to go on. But we do get to go into this week's budget game. Holy shit. It's now time to play everyone's favorite game. Guess the budget. That's right. Fucking hell. We got a budget game this week. So, Aaron, <sighs> what do you think is the budget for the 2000 release of Killjoy? $15,000. Woo! Well, you lost. You came in way under. Uh, way under? Well,. Yeah, you're what you uh, you needed to add a zero. $150,000 for this movie. No, yep, no, yep, no, yep, no. I keep saying yep, but yep, man. I'm bad at this game. I was shocked, shocked too, man. I really was. $150,000. Yeah, guess that ice truck, ice cream truck wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, in retrospect now, I think I, I I see where my mistakes were made. The special effects, while dog shit, 
were probably a little bit more expensive considering computer graphics were still kind of getting off the ground in early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s. So while they weren't good, they were probably still cost a little bit of money. Number two, at the end of the day, the sound quality and the film quality was pretty good. Yeah, I will say that. The film, it's not like grainy. For 2000, you look at time, it was done a pretty decent so it's probably done digital. on very good equipment. And now when I think about it again, the credits were fucking five minutes long. The credits were probably the best part of the movie. Like the opening credits, like the graphics they used, it was probably the best part and of the, the movie. And the, the, just the end credits. The end credits was like three or four minutes long. Yeah. So a shit ton of people worked on this project. A ton of people worked on it, and it was a horrible well, movie. Well, it could have been the, like like Spirit Camp. It could have been the same people over and over and over. I, I kind of skimmed through it. I mean, there's st- there was a lot. There were people who did several different jobs, but there's still a lot of bodies on yeah. the set. So you got to feed them, you got to pay them, you got to yeah. yeah. And the lighting wasn't bad either. You know, like there are little things no, that the, aren't. The bad worst about was the apartment the stuff. In the apartment, the hallway was so dark. But other than that, like it doesn't. It wasn't. Matter. It wasn't poorly like as far as a i guess how do i say this um as far as it was shot the editing all that stuff it wasn't bad i'm not saying it was good but it wasn't bad and lots of times you see that in the movies we watch right. uh yeah nice little breakdown oh there god <laughs> hundred fifty thousand dollars all right let's move on to five gave that money to the community and done much better work <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. All right. Like I said, five star five star reviews coming up. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five star reviews. What? <laughs> yeah. There's five star reviews uh, from Bill Hayes. Good horror B flick. If you're a fan of scary B movies, then I highly recommend this one. Five stars. That's been paid. You <laughs> <laughs> probably worked on the movie. You got a little taste of that one hundred fifty thousand dollars <laughs> from Claybo. Killjoy has to be one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. The actors were extremely ghetto as well as the killer clown. I would have to say the best part was when the clown sold the gangsta some weed from his clown mobile. Five stars. <laughs> what? What? That was it. That, that was now See, I imagine that guy going, now I gotta go to work. And like walking into one of those like twenty-five cent car rides that are at the grocery store and be like, brum brum. <laughs> I'm gonna be a businessman today, you know. Like, <sighs> all right. Now, forty-five percent of all the reviews on Amazon were one-star reviews, but <laughs> nobody wrote a thing about. They just clicked one star. Didn't even buy or write anything. Why waste time? Exactly. Which is funny you say that because there was a two-star review by W. Woolard, who wrote, who did write, no comment. That was his review. Why write that at all? <laughs> if you're gonna write a review that says no comment, why leave the comment? It's a really strange one. <laughs> it's really strange. <laughs> all right, so that does it for us this week. Uh, final thoughts, uh, final, final reflections on Killjoy, the the masterpiece <laughs> that is Killjoy. So bad it's scary. I think it's pretty obvious. <laughs> this movie just missed it on all marks. It was, it was poorly done as far the I, mean, I gave the compliment as far as well the shot the lighting and because that wasn't horrible i'm not saying it was groundbreaking it was just done well or just nor- like to standard 
but the writing was awful. The acting was worse. The like, there's no build up the villain. There's no like you you met you nailed it on the head when you said there's no tension. There's no fear. Why are we scared of this guy? It just was shit. Yeah, um, I read there with you. It's fucking awful. It's it's so bad and nonsensical and nothing. It's there's so many holes and just things like oh, that. The acting was just atrocious. Yeah. Like, I was stunned. Like, when I looked like the two people I talked about, like, uh, in the opening, like, I was stunned. Like, really? They worked on that many things and this is what they did in this movie? Like, I know the script sucks, but still, like, you well, know, the girl, even the... John Hamm could polish a turd and make it, you know, <laughs> like, if it's a bad script, John Hamm's going to take it and, you know, at least do something with it. Well, the booty girl, or I don't remember her name, the ne- ne- like, Napira or something like that. Neapolitan or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, well, <laughs> She, she was like 66 episodes of a, of a soap yeah, her, opera. Her acting stuff. wasn't bad. No, it wasn't but bad. But she didn't have anything to work with. Yeah, and she had the small... She, why was, she wasn't like yeah, one of the why better... Why wasn't she Jada? Or Monique or yeah. something. Yeah, she should have been better. Uh, and then Michael, Kareem Grimes, has like 60-something credits. He's working on other movies with big-name actors. Like, And TV's like, this is what you do? I was like, what is happening? Hey, man's got to eat. I guess... Uh, yeah, anyway, it's fucking awful. Don't waste your time with this. Do not. Do not. I mean, I mean not even as a goof. Yeah, it's not worth it as a goof. Uh, yeah, we already covered, you know, follow our social media stuff. We already covered that. So, uh, in the meantime, we'll be back next week with another horror movie. So, Ooh, it's uh, Valentine's Day next week. It is Valentine's Day next week. So, get your boo. <laughs> snuggle your boo, up. And uh, your bae. Yeah, we'll come up with some, uh, some good old... Spooky movie. Yeah, I'm trying to try, track shitty. down a, a nice Valentine horror, bad Valentine horror movie. That's tough to do. Uh, that's not Bloody Valentine because everybody knows that one. So. Yeah. Uh Anyway, all right, we're out. Watch more horror movies. And remember, keep it tight, y'all. Bye.